It takes a lot of ingredients to fix or build a car, like cooking, but without the frozen dinner easy way out. eBay Motors has 122 million parts. It's always the right fitment, so you can follow any recipe to a T. Whether it's a vintage Italian coupe that's classic like grandma's meatballs or a German luxury car that's as complicated as Oma's Rouladen. To cook up something great in the garage, use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Ready to launch a new career or not sure what to do after graduation? Rumpke is hiring for CDL driving trainees. We pay you to get your CDL license while working for us. Driver trainees receive $18 an hour, great benefits, and Rumpke will pay your CDL costs. Once you're a CDL driver, you can earn $1,000 to $1,300 a week and more than $10,000 in bonuses possible in your first year. Apply today and launch a lucrative career at Rumpke. Apply now at RumpkeCareers.com. Equal opportunity employer. Restrictions apply. What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode number 10 of the Hawks Talks podcast, an Atlanta Hawks podcast hosted by two lifelong Hawks fans. I am one of the co-hosts, Jackson Redmond, joined by my other co-host, as always, Logan Barnes. Logan, how are you tonight? I'm in pain. I'm in pain, Jackson. No, we are recording this about, uh, I guess, an hour now after the uh, Atlanta Hawks lost to the Brooklyn Nets. We did not make a podcast for the Detroit Pistons just because we didn't think we would need to but that game did end up being a bit closer than we expected but we will be talking about that as well as the Nets game Logan yeah I'm we'll talk about the Pistons for like two minutes it really just doesn't matter (laughs) yeah I mean there's not much about the Pistons to really talk about other than the fact that uh we kind of blew it in the fourth and uh, I don't know it was it was there was some Dan Quinn-esque stuff going on in that game and I just prefer if we just kept it at minimum I'm sure I I was legitimately scared at one point I'm sure the three degenerate gamblers that would bet on a regular season Pistons Hawks game were infuriated by that backdoor cover by the Pistons but I mean you know they looked good until they actually honestly they didn't look that good Frankly, no. Uh, they were they were they great. did not play the same effort the whole game. That was like they okay, were, <laughs> all they right. Were, they were great the first like five minutes of the fourth quarter, and then after that, I mean they they just didn't look like they cared. Which you know, I mean they won. I'm not gonna worry about it. But it, they were time, definitely like, playing geez. down the competition. Is all I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, really not much to talk about. Trey Young good. John Collins is pretty bad that game. I will say, which c- complete opposite of. The Nets game. The Nets game, yeah. John Collins was at time. Well, I don't know. I don't want to go too far. I was about to say best player on the floor, and I was like, well, KD and Kyrie are also on the floor. <laughs> well, KD, Kyrie got some words for you, dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, need to slow myself down, but. Yeah, I, I would say my overall thoughts on the Pistons game is that we continue to see, like, the same things we saw in the Bulls game that were obviously a good team who's, like, going to win games. So and, I, and I, it's hard to say more than that. Yeah. And I mean, it works well because, like, I I think, like you said, playing up or down to the competition, I think that sort of carried over to the Nets game, where no, you know, I think it did as well. Where straight up, you're playing a, a Eastern Conference favorite. You know, if if they if the Nets don't make the Eastern Conference Finals this year, it's a disappointing season. You could no, argue, it is. You could argue if they don't make the finals, like overall, it's a disappointing season. So the fact that they were, I mean, the Hawks led for I feel like at least. Three quarters, having three and a half quarters. Yeah, I mean, they won the first quarter and the third quarter. They just, you know, the Nets were able to pull away in the fourth quarter with Kyrie being Kyrie. And, you know, Durant really, I I think he did most of his damage before the fourth quarter. But, I mean, he's still Kevin Durant. He 
absolutely sent Herder to fucking Alcatraz. On I think the worst part about the Nets game, since we're going to talk about that now, was we were leading in the, like, the first three quarters were all us. Like, we were leading, Trey was getting to the line, John was playing amazing. I mean, we'll touch on individual performances later, but that was just a few. I mean, Kyrie and KD were a bit off in the first quarter, and then, like, towards Kyrie the end of the second. Yeah. Yeah, and towards, towards the end of the second quarter, they started to get it on. I think, like, midway through the third, I was like, all right, we need to, like, get a lead here because it's truly only a matter of time before Katie and Kyrie show us why they're two of the best basketball players in the world, which they are, in my opinion. I think Katie's a top three player in the game, and I think Kyrie's a top ten player. So I knew it was only a matter of time, so it was just that entire, like, when's when's it going to happen? And it, it started in the yeah. fourth, and it was yeah. not good. <laughs> it, it, it sort of had this looming feeling the whole game. It's like, all right, when is – not that – Especially Durant. Durant. Durant was good the whole game. He almost had a triple-double. But at some point, you're like, all right, when is one of them going to take over? The crazy part is that, like, I, I'm over here like, oh, Durant kind of had, like, a sloppy game. But the dude almost had a triple-double. That just that just shows how highly I think of, like, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. I I mean, I, mean, I, think, just, K, I think KD's top 10 all time. So No, I do, too. I, I'm a big KD fan, but you know that. You knew that yeah, already. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I don't know. It was just that. I think a big part of that like it this is going to happen it's only a matter of time when it happens really started with those Kyrie first like when Kyrie was like I'm just going to take some shots now I, I, th- like, oh, I think boy. he started I mean after those first two or three shots it's like yeah all right Cause, you know it's it's Kyrie he just gets to the mid-range and it's good every single damn time and he did it like six times in the fourth quarter and it's like all right yeah Ky- you know Kyrie's found the range I, you know it, it's tough you know, it's tough because we lost, and to you know, frankly, we blew a lead. You know, but at the same time, we we stuck around with a finals hopeful. We I, I mean, generally I think mean, the Nets are the best team in the league. So, frankly, this game showed like, yeah, if if you are not on your a game offensively, the Hawks can beat you, and they very well may. It doesn't matter what team it is, even like the Bucks who. Are probably going to have the number one ranked defense again, or whatever team you think is going to be the best defense in the league. If you are not coming to play on offense, the Hawks can just drop one twenty plus on you and win. Oh, one hundred percent. So you know, good. We game can to- go toe the toe with any team in the league when it comes just to hey, well, let's get into a shootout. Let's just play offense against yeah. each other. And, the, yeah. and we were outscoring the Nets for a majority of this game too. Yeah, absolutely. And it's you know. It's depth. It's not just like frankly, Trey Young didn't have his best game. And no, I, w- I was going to actually say a bit later that I thought Trey had a bad night overall. I mean, you know, obviously a lot of people are just going to look at the offense, but I would I'd say looking at the entire night, I did not think Trey played well. I think his defense yeah. returned to like rookie year Oklahoma Trey, especially in the first quarter, because Joe's Harris threes are end up winning the Nets the game pretty much. Yeah, I mean, obviously I mean, you can look at other stuff like Kyrie, obviously going got God mode. Katie, you know, just saying I'm Katie. I'm gonna pull up on Herder and Hunter and end this. But I will say Trey's defense was very, very bad tonight. I think going forward, we just can't have that. And, and I, I hate saying that because, like, people think that means I'm talking down on Trey, but I would do this for any player. Like, I kind of feel like all, all all of our players, like, if we want to be that playoff team, which I think we are, I think at this point we can solidly, like, stop, like, with the whole, whoa, play-in games or, oh, fringe playoff team. Like, I think the Hawks have – shown us enough in these four games that they're a legitimate playoff team just on offense alone. Mm. So I think now it's time to get it done on defense, and I just don't think Trey was doing that tonight. And obviously, it's just one of those things you expect with Trey because that is – Trey's never going to be a good defender. We can just say that now, like unless 
Um, hell freezes over, um, in which case I could see Trey Young being a good defender. But right now, it just wasn't. I thought he had a bad game, but yeah, we were. I mean, everybody was scoring, which was good to see. And it's one of those things where we can have Trey play like rookie level, defense level, um, but not against the best teams in the league. No, we we need him to play his best possible defense, which is bad, but it's you know not letting Joe Harris torch us level bad, and we we'll need that. And, I, I mean, he picked a bit of a bad... I mean, especially in that first quarter, like you said, the defense bad. He was also just out of control on offense. He had a couple bad turnovers. He didn't hit a three-point shot tonight, which I didn't even really like his three-point shot selection. Barring, like, uh, one where he sort of was, like, sort of a really quick catch-and-shoot in the corner and just didn't fall. But, I mean, you know, he, he wasn't in control, really, in the way that, you know, you sort of expect Trey Young to be. It almost it seems like to me sometimes when he's playing against like the superstars, like the guys he idolizes, he almost tries to do a little too much in spurts. That might just be, I don't know. That might just be me like making something out of nothing. But I, you know, wasn't his best game, but it still speaks volumes that he put <laughs> thirty points on eighteen field goals attempted with a two to one assist to turnover ratio with eleven assists. And yeah, we, and, and we're like, oh, not a very good game for Trey, man. It was also a plus five, so it's not like, you know, I, I mean, all the starters are positive. So, again, like, you know, it sucks, but it, it, I, and it hurts to say, but if Trey Young was a little bit better, we win this game, and that feels bad to say because again, he's Trey Young, he he's the heart and soul of the team. But you know, I, I guess if we're gonna start with him, you know, you, you always have high expectations for him, and today it's just. He didn't quite, quite hit like his. It's crazy that we're, it's like you were saying, like he dropped like 30 points, had a, like 11 assists, shot great, got to the line a bunch. I'm like, his defense needs to be better now. Yeah, you know, and some of those turnovers are bad. Like I remember distinctly in the fourth quarter, it was back and forth, bucket, 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 like both teams, like nobody could get a stop. And the Hawks finally get a stop. And I'm like, yes, we can take the lead here. And then. Trey made a good read, was trying to throw the John in the post who had, I forget the defender, but he had a smaller guy on him and he just threw it like two feet out of John's reach. And it's like, oh, we, we just got to stop, Trey. No, not now. Oh, gosh, that was so brutal because that was 100% a scoring possession. John was on fire tonight, which yeah. I guess we'll talk about later when we're on individual performances. He has a like, little guy down low and Trey just hooks it out of bounds. I'm like, no. Yeah, not, we can't not, play defense to save our lives. Not his best game, but no. Hey, man, at least we're not like the. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'll just say this because you know, why not? You're right? petty. You're pet. You're built different, dog. I don't know right where you're going. The Mavericks just lost by 19. Oh, excuse me. No, yeah, 19 to the Charlotte Hornets. Um, it got it got as bad as they were down 30 at times. Gordon Hayward shot four for 16, and they still won by 19 over Luka Doncic, who is now. Um, two for thirty or twenty, perhaps. I think two for twenty from three for the season. Um, they got his jig and ass out the MVP race. <laughs> Jesus, Logan, no. I mean, it, uh, this isn't a Mavericks podcast, but they've not been very good to start the year. But then again, they don't have Porzingis, who probably will help them out some. But I don't know. I'm not here to speak uh, about the Mavericks. Uh, I really don't care about them. I'm gonna take my licks where I can get them. I need something to make me feel better today. Do they hurt? Today, did, I don't, t- today, like, was the type of hurt where, like, there was it's, it's encouraging, but it still hurts because I wanted to win. It's an exciting hurt because, like, when's the last time a game meant this much to a Hawks fan? True. Because it, it, this game, even though 
like one out of 72 with the first like the four, fourth game of the season it's not really going to matter that much in the long run but it's, if we won this game it's like we are like making a statement and it just oh we were so close we were so close and it hurts it hurts but didn't didn't fall for us tonight um hopefully we'll friday i'm not i'm not crossing my fingers on it i'm not expecting much but yeah you know i'm I, excited for friday's game actually very I'm, excited I'm, i would say. i'm just gonna say it man i'm not happy with katie and Kyrie. why did they have to rest last game like, come on! You they, could, they just wanted take, to come back to ruin our hopes and dreams. I know you can't take one of the games against us off. Come on, come on. Ah, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's a good hurt. It's a good hurt to have as a fan because you know it's it, it's clear like we're we're done with the rebuilding, dog. This, this is a team that over the the course of this season we're gonna learn how to win, and then for hopefully this postseason and next season especially like we're going to just win and it's fun to see but growing pains always are a thing defense is uh, we still have a long way to go in defense but at the same time it's apathetic is that a good word today it was but again like the brooklyn nets also are just one of those teams they can put 140 on just about anybody Kevin um, Durant on the Hawks. They have seven or eight starters on their team, I feel like. I appreciate that from no, the yeah. note, too. All right, we're making the championship, boys. No, Katie's, Katie's said a bunch of nice quotes in, the, I guess, his sort of post-game presser. He said John Collins was, like, the best at getting around screens. He said they have seven or eight starters. He said, quote, they're going to be a team to be reckoned with this season about the Hawks. So, you know, makes you feel good when, again, a top ten player of all time. I'm adamant in that. Is being so complimentary of us, you know, feels nice. I mean, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, shouts out to KD, man. I appreciate the love. Right. Look, we don't get a lot of love, so this is this is good. Good. We'll, we'll just have a little sidebar of the of the general consensus top ten guys. Who are you, who do you kick out for KD? Because I know who I kick out. Wait, in all time or right now? All time. Oh, um, because I well, kick I, out Bird. I, I have I oh I have KD higher than top ten. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying because generally the top ten, not set in stone, but generally there's like twelve guys that are always in like everyone's top ten list. I was just wondering who, who you generally, generally. I'd kick like. out. I'd kick out Dirk too. I guess I don't know. I, I don't. I don't even have Yeah, no. Uh, I think KD's the third best player of all time. So. Ooh, I mean, in terms of best player, he might be just he's not going to. No, in terms those... of talent only, because like yeah. accolade. If you're one of those people who thinks that accolades matters in like a goat conversation, you should say Bill Russell with your chest. Yeah, but yeah. you don't. So no, in terms of talent, he's yeah for sure. Like it's him, LeBron, and I mean I don't even know. I, I go I go LeBron, Jordan, KD. Yeah, yeah, something like that. It, it's kind of hard to argue against uh, LeBron these days. I mean. He's still he's he's still good somehow. Like I remember six years ago, people were like starting to get excited because he had a like a mediocre twenty game stretch. No, and it's still going on, dog. It's never stopping. Th- this is it. He, it's crazy. LeBron might actually get to six rings. It's actually so funny. He might actually get to the Jordan number, and it's just gonna be like, well, well, he also has a Mickey Mouse ring, and Jordan never got one of those. So that's facts. Well, it's a fraudulent ring. It's a Mickey Mouse ring. Yeah, Mickey Mouse ring doesn't count. The counts yeah. in the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. You know, right, back, yeah, I agree on that. That's facts. All right, back to back to the back to the Hawks. Just had to have a little sidebar. Wouldn't be Hawks talks without a little bit of a, you know, unplanned tangent. But, of course. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I don't even. Do, do you just want to get straight into talking about each of the individual players? I'm not. I'm yeah, just, no. I, I mean, there's a lot to say about the Hawks, but a lot of that comes from player performance. I'm actually going to start us off. New guess what, Logan? Instead of talking about the starters first, we're going to be breaking down the bench first. Oh man, this guy played three minutes God. in his first game back before he was injured with a sprained ankle, Ugh. and it looks like he's going to miss some more time. Danilo Gallinari, he was two of two from the field. One of those was a three. He had one rebound, five points, and he was a whopping plus one and the plus minus, baby. There we go. Gallo. I guess uh, I brought him up first so we could talk about the injury that he suffered tonight. It was a sprained ankle is what Chris Haynes tweeted out. So Yeah, yeah. No time frame for his return, by the way. Um, just I don't expect us to see him for a, a, a bit. Like By bit, I mean a few weeks. Um, just because he already had the uh, knee soreness going on. So I, I can't imagine that knee and ankle's a good mixture for playing. So. I don't know. I feel like it'll be... I don't, I don't think... I'm not thinking weeks. I think it might be a week. So, you know, I, I see it sort of like... I don't think it's worse than, like, the Trey on ankle rolls from last year. You know what I mean? No, I don't I don't think it's bad either because... It, his also wasn't, like, the injury like John Morant had where, like, he came down his ankle weird. He, like, had his foot stepped on they or his had, ankle stepped on, I guess. bring the fucking wheelchair out for John. Yeah, Jesus. that was that's a bit melodramatic in my opinion. But hey, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to be. I don't want to say it, but, but like, I, as somebody like, who has hurt on, their dog. ankle on several occasions, like I never needed a wheelchair. They just, people, I just pe- walked. People have torn their ACLs and Achilles, hit free throws, and walked off the court. If that ankle is still attached, you can walk your ass to the locker room, Ja. I don't Look, care. Look, I, I will say I did have a pretty lengthy rant where I did call it Ja Morant. I am genuinely glad he's okay. Now, I'm no, not saying that just to cover my basin, but I think I think everybody at Hawks Talks Media Company can say we're, we're, we're happy Ja Morant is okay. It's all in banter, all in fun. It's all in just a cheeky bit of, oh my goodness, damn, it's one over nine. It's all just, you know, it's all just for the, the love of podcast, man. The love of podcasting. I mean, hey, I wish him well. We wish him um, well. Moving on from Danilo Gallinari, since we touched on his performance. I mean, his performance was pretty good. He had a nice three. No, nice it, sucks. it sucks he's a he good player, gone. but you just really don't want him to go down the injury-plagued path because, like, you know, that, that was genuinely a concern before, or I guess as we signed him. And, of course, in the first five games of the season, he's sustained two injuries. <laughs> So, yeah, well, that's never the best, I will games, say. Four games of the season, sorry. All right, moving on next. The guy played six minutes, Bruno Fernando. He was he shot no field goals, no threes, no three throws. He had four rebounds and one turnover. That that was his stats. He was negative four from the plus minus. Um, and we know exactly his turnover. <laughs> uh, one. Sorry, I forgot to read that. Yeah. Uh, no, no. I, you know, I, again, he's not like... Jesus, get him off the floor right now. He's so bad, but like he's improved he, he, from that at least, which is a plus. Yeah, he he grabs the offensive rebound, and we're like, nice, nice board, Bruno. And then the same thing, he like loses it as he goes down and tries to come up with it, and then that was a turnover. And it's like I feel like that was the last time we saw Bruno. I think he got pulled after that, but it needs to stop happening. I'm telling you, man, it needs to stop it's happening bad. because because he has that presence, the energy to grab offensive re- rebounds, and then. He, loses he doesn't them. put it up. He loses and what, it. What is the point of an offensive rebound if you 
when it happened, it anyway. I immediately got on Discord and was like, Logan, it happened again. I was yep. like, mm-hmm. yeah. And I knew exactly. Like, you could have said that without context, and I would have been like, yep, I can imagine exactly. It's not, it's not even like the fact that he was genuinely bad tonight. It's just the stuff like that that just makes me go like, ugh, Bruno. Like, it's when a... is a Kongwu coming back? So I don't have to see you play. Oh, I guess we should have. Uh bit unorganized we probably should have opened the podcast with this but okongu seems to be coming back soon he he uh had a trey young-esque uh vague tweet that trey young also retweeted remember he had the he had a no, Torian no, prince trey young special uh bit of a bit of a dark tweet but yeah he he tweeted almost that time eyes emoji december 29th so uh i think he could be back for uh, maybe not the next nets game but the game after that, which is against the Cavaliers, I believe. So, yes, it is against Cavaliers. So, hopefully by Saturday. Um, wow, we play back to back. So, hopefully on Saturday we can see a Congo. A Congo will be back soon, I feel. Uh, maybe against the Nets. Is, has that been ruled out or what? I don't think it's been ruled out, but I mean, maybe it might happen. Who knows? Uh, it would be nice to see a Congo on New Year's. That'd be a nice little gift. It would be a nice little gift. A New Year's gift is that? Some, I don't think people do that. Um, yeah, <laughs> but a Congo will be back soon, so we're looking at a Congo in the next three games, which is important about what it means for the team. It means we have two NBA quality centers. Sorry, Bruno, love your physicality, but woo lad, you have lots of ways to go in the skill department. It's it was tough. just, it's yeah, tough. I mean, it is tough. And I mean, it's tough because he seems like a genuinely nice guy, and he tries his ass off every time he's on the court. And he had a great game against the Pistons, like by far best NBA game so far. And then he just reverts back to this. So, yeah, I don't know. All right, moving on from Bruno <laughs> Fernando. I mean, he there's not much to say about him. He only played six minutes. Solomon Hill played 17 minutes, was three of six from the field, and three of five from three. Sorry, you couldn't read that. Had a had a bit of a stutter right there. Uh, had one. Had two rebounds. And uh, had one turnover. He was negative nine from the plus minus. I actually wanted to talk about Solo for a minute. I've been very surprised by his shooting. Yeah, he. Uh, let me let me look up his stats on the season so far. So, um, not including today's game where he shot two of five, so that's forty percent. Or was it three of five? Three of uh, five, so that's sixty percent. So before today, he was shooting um thirty eight point five percent from three. So now he's probably like forty five percent from three. Our which, shooting king. Yeah, I mean, short, small sample size, but yeah, I mean, he's he's not a good player, you know what I mean? But he's not a bad player. Like, he would be probably our second best guy off the bench last year, maybe first. Yeah, that's actually terrible to say. And, I mean, hey, hey man, can't be too mad at him. You know, that minus nine is kind of an ugly number because it's clear that, you know, the be- be- the whole bench is negative really the bench was kind of getting cooked which is a big reason why we lost um yeah there was a few kd3s and a few uh Kyrie mid-rangers that uh <laughs> took that team out of that yeah that basically we weren't able to take advantage when both katie and Kyrie were on or off so but yeah i mean solo's solo is solo if he keeps hitting his threes and he's actually like very valuable yeah he like his defense like, was pretty good too except for that uh except for one possession but yeah, I mean it happens, but it, it does happen. It, it's funny because like he tried to dribble and drive and oh my gosh, I'm about to bring that up. I don't ever want to see Solomon Hill put the ball on the floor again. That was yeah, terrible. yeah. It's like all right, bro, let's just shoot and play defense. You don't you don't need to dribble. Yeah, like, you're Clay Thompson. That's how you need to play. Just play like Clay Clay Thompson. But you know, he's all right. Can't be mad at him. Solo's just a cool guy. Don't you know? He's like he's like your cool uncle. You don't want to be mad at him. 
but at the same time, uh, won't be too upset when he starts playing less than 17 minutes a game because... because I was actually going to go in the opposite direction. I think uh, Solo playing so good for us means, like, Gallinari's loss, him being injured by loss, means that, like, it kind of softens that blow. Like, obviously, rather have I mean, Gallinari, sure. of course. But, if, I mean, if Solo can keep playing like this, it's we won't suffer too much. Yeah, it's just one of those things where, you know, like, would I rather have done for defense? Absolutely. Would I rather have Gallo for offense? Absolutely. Would I rather Absolutely. have... Whether I'd rather have Snell for shooting, probably. I mean, shit, I don't know the way Solo is shooting. But, um, I mean, it's nice when you have a vet, uh, minimum, a vet minimum guy and he can actually contribute. That he's playing as well. I mean, I, I'm, I enjoy the Solo experience. He I'm, I'm not trying to, like, say he's a bad player. He's just, you know, he's just a guy. But he, he, he's, you appreciate he's, that. He, and you appreciate he's just his there. And he honestly, hey, as long as he's hitting his jumpers, you know. It's, I, I'm just afraid that there's going to be a time where he still has to play minutes and this jumper stops, you know, it stops falling. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, he shot one of six and he played 18 minutes. Okay, that's that's not fun. But, you know, cross that bridge if we get there, I suppose. We uh, Who do you want to talk about? Rondo now? Um, Rondo? Oh, yeah, Rondo played 16 minutes, was 0-2 from the field. Those were both three-pointers that he missed. Had uh, two rebounds, six assists, one steal, two turnovers, was negative nine um, on the plus minus. Oh, had zero points. I should also add that. It was sort of just a Rondo game. This is what people, um, this is like when people are talking about Rondo, this is kind of what I was expecting compared to like the Rondo we saw against the Pistons who played out of his mind. Yeah. I mean, he's still super valuable. He had some nice passes. He, again, he can just run an offense, and he can run a pick and roll when Trey's on the bench. And you know, and then you have Bogey and Herder there as you know, able to catch and shoot, which is good. Um, but like, it was just a Rondo game. Like he tried a funky looking pass to try and squeeze it in like an impossibly small window to John, and it was just a turnover that didn't need to happen. It's like, all right, Rondo, can we not do that right now? <laughs> like this is a really close, tense game. Can oh we, uh, yeah, that pass to John was brutal. I did not enjoy we, that at all. I was like, can we save that for like a game against the Knicks or something? Come on, dog. But yeah, I mean, you know, six assists, two turnovers, two turnovers. You know, I mean, he's he's Rajon Rondo. He's never gonna like. You don't want him to. You don't need him to score. But I, it was just a Rondo game. I don't know how else to put it. He was just kind of there, dog. The entire bench besides Bogey was kind of just there. I don't know how else to put it. But yeah, do you want to want to talk about Bogey now? Yeah, I do want to talk about Bogey now. My guy Bogey, his best game as a Hulk. I'm calling it. This this, this game needs to shut all everyone. Not even just Hawks fans. If you have your doubts about Bogey, still you're not a Hawks fan. Just get off the wagon now. Go root for the Mavericks or something. If, you, if you're wondering, if you're wondering why he gets paid 18 million dollars a year, this is why. Dog, it's because he's a light out shooter. Bro, the, some of the shots he was making, I was like, how did that go in? I was like, we're gonna, they weren't we're even. Gonna, oh my god, it's just so. We're gonna. We're gonna ignore that last shot that he missed um, with like 30 seconds left because I just I'm not exactly sure what was going on there. But um, I mean, b- without Bogey playing the, like out of, like just out of his mind today, this game's not very close. Um, seven and 14 from the field, six of a, six of 11 from three. Like, when's the last time the Hawks had a guy come off the bench and put up 22 with six threes? Like, come on. Hit both his free throws, four rebounds, an assist, a steal, no turnovers, minus six. I mean, he was just 
he was phenomenal. I don't know, man. He's just he's really good. I called it, didn't I? Didn't I say Bogey's gonna pop off for twenty plus soon? Dude, wow, you're a Nostradamus. Yeah. Dude, this was like some of the shots he was taking, like they weren't even like bad shots. They were just like pull ups in people's faces. Like, oh my god, he hit that? Like He he has he has confidence, um, which is certainly nice. Speaking of his confidence, I thought one thing that was funny was Avon that uh passed him wide open, he passes it to the corner. I think the hunter That was so weird. It was Herder, I believe. Herder and Herder got blocked, yeah. That was weird. He should have fired that. He was on fire tonight, dog. That was the weirdest thing, because it's like he's a confident shooter and I why didn't he shoot that? I would have pulled I'm, it if I was him. Yeah, no, for different. sure. It, he prob- probably would have made it. I mean, he, you know, well, I guess overpassing, it happens. But weird stuff, you know. What, maybe maybe the slight, like the one sort of error on his part tonight. But again, I mean, I guess we could talk about that last shot. Because um, I guess if you didn't watch a game yet before you're listening, Bogey basically got the last shot to try and tie the game. For the Hawks with about 34 seconds left. He kind of pulled from like 28 feet. That look, we're going to talk about that a bit later. I was actually wondering if we could hold off on that. All right, that's fine. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, there we'll, was we'll like a, I mean, obviously I don't want to talk about individual performance. I do want to talk about the team as a whole and some specific things later, but no bogey was insane. I love this dude. His, that pass he had, my God. Yeah. Mwah, yeah. Oh, chef's kiss. Yeah. yeah. Pretty, pretty. I know exactly what you're talking about, and, like, when that happened, I, I like, ran to Discord, and I was, like, talking my shit. I was like, y'all, doubt it, bogey. Don't doubt bogey. That man is just, he's a high IQ shooter who can dribble, he can run a pick and roll. He could drive to the basket and not just, like, throw floaters. I mean, it's just. He can hit He can hit turnaround middies when he, when he penetrates and he can't get to the rim. He can just stop on a dime and turn around and hit. I mean, you know, he's an offensive weapon, man. It was, it was fun watching him tonight. It was dope. Like, there was every a, time there was a shot like, by KD over him. I was like, yeah, we pay him for his offense. You know, we'll just take that. We'll, we'll take our losses with our wins. I mean, I mean, again, it's, nobody played good defense today besides maybe John Collins. So. Nobody played good defense. Both of these people that are to play defense, dog. Come on now. Yeah. No, this is an offense game, which made it fun for me. I, I enjoy these shootouts, but at the same time, it's kind of like Jesus. Like this game was a boomer's worst nightmare, frankly. Yeah, I mean, both teams. What what they combined for two hundred and eighty six? Look at that math. Eighty six. They had ooh, uh, thirty seven threes on eighty seven attempts. <laughs> like they were just pulling from three. They were they were pulling. I mean, I it was a fun game. It was a very fun game. I enjoyed playing it. The Nets, and now we get to do it on New Year's Day and Friday. Yeah, Friday. Shout out to Landry Shaman. I'm just like scrolling through the block where he was 5 of 5, and then Torian Prince was 5 of 5. Those guys having those points killed us, to be honest. Yeah, that's why having Dunn would have been nice, because yeah. I'm sorry. You put Dunn on Shamit. that man is an Alcatraz. Alcatraz. All right, moving up. on to the last bench player we have to talk about. Played 21 minutes, 3 of 6 from the field. Kevin Herter, by the way. 1 of 2 from 3, had uh, 2 rebounds, 4 assists. And he was minus 10, worst on the team. Um, there was that shot by KD over him that was not the best, Jim. But uh, but also it's KD. It, his offense was there. I'll say that. I, I appreciate his offense. I want, especially in a game like this, Kevin Herter needs to be taking more threes. Like he straight up. He needs to be pulling. And I, I, not, I'm not even blaming him. That could be on Lloyd. That could be on really any of the players that were playing with him. But Herter needs to get more threes up. Like, two a game is just not enough. He needs to honestly shoot. And, you know, he's not playing 30 minutes a night anymore, so I get he's not going to pull eight times. But if you're playing 21 minutes, if you're Kevin Harder, you need to shoot at least four or five threes. 
Like that is your biggest weapon. And I mean, he made one of two tonight, and it, you know, it's tough. But he had some nice, nice little buckets. Um, again, his playmaking continues to improve. I think, like he, he's a legitimate sort of bench playmaker. Um, like he can run a pick and roll a little bit better now. His ball handling kind of, can get better. Also. Yeah, so, sometimes he sort of gets a little over enthusiastic with some of his passes. But he had a nice lob to John. Him and John are uh, improving their sort of chemistry with lobs. Kevin Hurd is a good player, man. Better than Luke Kennard. I'll say it again. I, I will say it again. You're on that train, aren't you? I know, and I'm usually not a super big Herder guy, but he's he's been playing well really ever since the preseason, frankly. Um, defense still isn't there, but, you know, who's is? Who's is on the Hawks team? So who, you know, Absolutely nobody. Moving on to the starters for the Hawks. Actually, before we get to the starters, I, th- I think we need to do something, Jackson. Oh, oh, I forgot. Oh, I forgot. Logan. We need to make some money, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Look, we're about to cash in. We're about to cash in, boys. Uh, this ad break is going to be sponsored by our podcast host, Spreaker. We'll see you in a second. How did we become Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts? We focus on what matters most, our patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedicone.com. Ready to launch a new career or not sure what to do after graduation? Rumpke is hiring for CDL driving trainees. We pay you to get your CDL license while working for us. Driver trainees receive $18 an hour, great benefits, and Rumpke will pay your CDL costs. Once you're a CDL driver, you can earn $1,000 to $1,300 a week and more than $10,000 in bonuses possible in your first year. Apply today and launch a lucrative career at Rumpke. Apply now at RumpkeCareers.com. Equal opportunity employer. Restrictions apply. With the powerful combination of Michelin X1 tires and the Michelin Energy Guard aerodynamic solution on your truck, you can save 17 gallons every 1,000 miles. Go to business.michelinman.com slash fuel saver for details. Be right back. And we're back. Thank you to our sponsor, Spreaker, for allowing us to play those ads. Logan. Yes, sir. A bit of a controversial player tonight. There was a lot of takes being thrown out. He's who I wanted to touch on first, by the way. Clint Capella. 20 minutes, 3 of 7 from the field. Obviously, took zero threes because if Clint Capella was pulling threes, something has gone wrong. He was 1-2 from the line. Had 12 rebounds in total, uh, 1 block, 1 turnover. He was plus 1, which was the lowest out of the starters. Had 7 points. Logan, did you did you think Capella was bad this game? Yeah. He was yeah, He was too. full stop bad, and then he had the offensive rebound where he was able to like battle for it in the, shot, in the pass went out to Herter, and Herter hit that 3. Before that, he was straight up bad, but that was at least a bright spot for him. I mean, he's just, yeah, I mean, I think you can certainly say that he's not like 100%, which may be it. He certainly looks a lot slower than he used to, but he's also a like 6'10 guy with a foot injury, actually multiple feet injuries now, technically. Um, he may never get back to that. I'm not, I'm not trying to be a full doomer, but he straight up may never get back to that sort of really fast for a size type of player that he was. Um, and John Collins plays so much better when Capella is just not there clogging the paint for him. So it's just, you know, I mean, I, I appreciate that he's not a complete doofus on defense like our previous centers have been, like, you know, Damian or 
sometimes out Alex was all right but you know Damian or Bruno <sighs> yeah I just I don't I don't know the more I watch the more I'm like yeah Capella Capella should not be on this roster any longer than he absolutely needs to <laughs> needs to be like once wow once a Congru this was once a Congru like shows he's NBA ready I think we it'd be best to try to move on from Capella frankly you're you're calling it like that? I just because like it's so clear that John is just better without Capella in his way, and Max. Wow. And like I agree. And John is too good, and and tonight showed he's too good. He's too talented of a player to like choose a, a Capella over him. You know what I mean? John played probably better defense than Capella tonight, right? Like John is again improving on defense. His offense has been pretty mediocre until this game, partially in my thoughts because well. Bill only really played that last game. But, like, and I know it's sort of ridiculous to say because he's literally played two games, and those first two preseason games, Capella looked pretty good. But it's like... Pretty good. Very good. It's like, man, I... Maybe maybe Okongu comes out and it's just clear he's not ready, and then I shut up, right? <laughs> like, like maybe Okongu is just going to take a little while to get, like, used to the NBA and playing defense in the NBA, and I'm like, all right, well, maybe, maybe, maybe let's keep Capella. But I'm just like, and I don't think the front office would do this, but it'd be silly, absolutely silly to choose like, oh, we're going to keep with Capella and then like, we'll just see what happens with John. Maybe, maybe we'll trade him. Maybe you're, you're, you're putting, you're putting your stake into the ground here, Logan. I like it. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, straight up the front office needs to like sort of, hopefully it improves because again, John and Capella just, you know, have to work out some kinks, I'm sure, but. If it go, if it comes down to it, man, like trade Capella, man. His contract is tradable. I mean, you know, build around JC, JC, and because think about it, if a Congo develops well and he develops any sort of jumper, you can sort of interchange those two at the four and a five, offensively and defensively, with the way John has been sort of improving defensively. And I already know you see John pretty much as like better as a five which i don't necessarily fully agree with but i mean i'm just i'm just calling it like i see it man and i'm being very reactionary but we're a podcast baby we got we gotta we gotta have some takes sometimes we do that is correct yep um no i uh I don't know. I mean, Capella just like very, he was very much up and down for me because, like, admittedly, the defensive energy and the rebounding energy is there. But, like, a lot of times it just doesn't, like, come together, I guess. And, like, when it's not coming together, it's an issue. And it's funny, I get, like, this is another game where it felt like we weren't grabbing enough rebounds. But once again, we out, like, every game this year, we've out rebound, rebounded the other team. And Capella had 12 rebounds. So, and, and we actually demolished. Brooklyn on the boards, which is crazy, but I don't know, man. It just we'll see if maybe maybe twenty games in they're able to. And I get right now they're being staggered a lot, so it doesn't matter that much. But it's just going to be a very interesting situation with him and John when Okongu starts playing, which will be very soon. So very soon, it's coming up in the next few days. But you know, if if you're asking me, would I rather Capella play or Bruno play? <laughs> So it's gonna be Capella for me, oh, dog. Capella, one hundred percent, dog. Look, I'm I'm riding with Capella when it comes to that. I may not like the dude in general, but when it comes to him or Bruno, <laughs> I'm all over. I don't even gotta ask me twice, dog. Um, moving on. I do want to talk about John Collins now. Go ahead. Probably his best game as a Hulk. Would you say? 
in terms of offense and defense like coming together, it's probably up there, man. But some of the yeah, some of those no, games last was... year and the year before against the Bulls, he, he's had he was insane. He's had some, but yeah, today he was, and it wasn't even just like he had twelve dunks on twelve lobs. Like he had some pull ups. Like he had some off the dribble jumpers. He had he had two threes. Threes. He got to, yeah. He was he got to he played very good tonight. He got to the line five times and like in typical John Collins fashion, he probably should have been more. Like he kind of gets fouled more than he gets called for. Ten rebounds. He had this, a steal. I mean, he was legitimately good on defense. Like he had one defensive possession where he just shut Durant down as Durant was like head full of steam driving into the basket. So yeah, really impressive game. Kind of completely contrast like the majority of the game against the Pistons. So, I don't know, man. Throw him throw him his money right now. I know he can't. Look, he had 30 points, 10 rebounds. Legit, dog. Yeah. No, I mean. If you're if you're somebody who legitimately wants to max John Collins, this was your game. And if you're somebody who doesn't want to pay him over 23 mil-ish, then you're, this is not your best game, a.k.a. you're me. But, I know. John played great tonight. I'm, like, I, I can't even front. I, I, I know I've been kind of anti-John lately just because, like, my thoughts on his contract, my thoughts on his value as a player. But tonight was not one of those nights. I'll, I'll just I'll, – I'll hold my L on this one, and John can just hold his dub because he played great, and he was probably our best player, just not the best player on the floor because Kyrie and Katie, woo lad. Yeah, I mean, John was for sure our best player tonight. I mean – you know, again, tough, tough. We couldn't quite close it, but you got to give John credit, man. If if he plays like this, of course he's not gonna play like this every game. But if he has these sort of games semi regularly, then yeah, he he's gonna just make himself a lot of money this year. But not not too much, not too much to say. He was just extremely good today. He's gonna get paid this year, and it's and it could be virus, or it's definitely gonna be from someone else. We're gonna match him. I'm like so. I'm. I'm not even worried about it. We're gonna match it. You're not worried about it. Not worried about it. We're matching because we're trading Capella, baby. You're, we're trading Capella. You're all in on that. After the season, for sure, no doubt. I'm gonna sh- Jeez, ship him out for Evan Fournier. Kyle is seething. Listen to this podcast. <laughs> all right, moving on from John. DeAndre Hunter, 33 minutes played, was 4-13 from the field, 3 of 9 from 3, had six, had 8 rebounds, actually, excuse me, 3 assists, 1 steal, and 0 turnovers, was plus 3 in the plus minus. That that 3 he missed, I think there was like a minute 20 left, he was in the corner wide open, I think it was a pass from Cam to him. Brutal, did not like that. <laughs> that was brutal, yeah. I mean, it was just an unfortunate fourth quarter for him, like, straight up. He, he was guarding Kyrie, and Kyrie started... Making everything and you know, Kyrie makes every defender in the world look silly. So there's sometimes they made DeAndre look silly and Hunter's three not that, falling. That just comes with it. Yeah, and DeAndre's three not falling hurt, especially like you said that one that didn't fall with like a minute left. That would have tied the game and ah uh, pain, dude. Uh, it hurts. But second year player, even though he's generally really good in the fourth quarter with hitting his shots, you know they aren't they aren't always gonna fall. So. You know. I mean, it's the growing pains, you know. It happens. I, I didn't think this was his best game. He did very good on defense, I will say. Like, in the first half, especially, his defense on Kyrie was, like, straight-up elite. Which is funny, but. considering <laughs> the Nets put up, like, uh, 67 points in the first half. So Yeah, yeah but uh, you'll take what you can get. <laughs> oh, I'm not even... I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not Hunter's fault at all. It's just funny. But Yeah, no, I agree. 
tough tough fourth quarter for him, man. But it happens. It was a tough fourth it quarter. Happens. But hopefully, let, let's just hope that like our young guys continue to grow and they get better from this. That's my hope. Yeah, for sure. That's a good thing that this game happened early in the season. Because, again... This was a necessary loss for us to have, I will say. Because, again, like... This season, the young guys are going to learn how to win. That includes Trey and John. Like, even though we don't think of them as the young guys anymore, like they're going to have to learn to win as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, sucks Hunter couldn't hit the shot, but it happens, and he will be better next time. I'm, I'm going to be better in the future. I'm going to say it Friday. Hunter's dropping. He's dropping 15 plus. I think he's coming out angry. Also, I think Hunter got a technical foul today. Yeah, that was kind of interesting. It was actually a double tech on him and Kyrie. I guess they were going at each other, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I I mean, that's kind of surprising because Hunter's not a guy who shows a lot of emotion. We kind of joke about him for that, but yeah. I mean, he got a tech, so credit to him. Yeah, man. It's, you know, it's an interesting game for him, man. He, he was yelling and screaming something he never does, and then he missed a fourth quarter wide open three, something he never does. So just, just a game of... Rookie or Hunter would have banged that, by the way. That is, that is so facts. That Hunter against the Heat, that game hit different. All right, moving on to the best defender on our team, Cam Reddish. 32 minutes played, 5 of 11 from the field, 2 of 7 from 3, 8 of 10 from the three throw line. He had three rebounds, one assist, one block, one turnover. Was plus three in total in the plus minus. That There was a possession, okay? Mm-hmm. KD isos him. He dribbles to the left, hesitating back to the right. Kind of has Cam slipping. Cam gets the steal. Not The best play is how he got the steal. He hits the hesitation. It goes off of KD's leg and out of bounds. That was just beautiful. That was one of my favorite plays from the that, game. That, if you wanted, like, hey, why do Hawks fan, Why are Hawks fans so high on Cam Reddish in his defense? That's why. That's why. He, he locked down arguably the greatest scorer ever. Arguably the most skilled scorer ever. Now, granted, there's one possession and Katie still dropped 30. <laughs> but, you know, again, he's a, he's, he's a young player. And, I mean, you know, what can you say about his defense, man? He just, he's so good. He You put him on the other team's best guy and you feel good about it. That's a lot for a 22-year-old or a 21-year-old. So, um, but yeah, his offensive production is also really great today. Definitely his best offensive game of this season so far. Um, getting to the line 10 times is huge for Cam. Because, I mean, frankly, he drives to the rim sometimes with, like, no plan. And so if you're going to foul him on the way and give him two free, easy free throws, then we'll take that. Um, Three-pointer wasn't falling. He kind of, in that first half, was forcing the three a little bit, I thought. There's one where he just pulled up and it was like, Cam, you, you don't need to do that, bud. You need to let, let Trey stick to taking the, the thuggish pull-up threes. But, I don't know, it was, it was a good game for Cam, for sure. I liked how aggressive he was tonight. That was my favorite part yeah, yeah, of his game that, tonight. That's certainly part of the 10 free throws. Like he, he wanted to get to the hole. He also had some beautiful cuts, I will say. No, he did. Where he, and he, he, had just, that, uh, he had that cut out of, a, I guess it was like an inbounding situation where he got a wide open uh, yeah. layup, and I was like, wow, that was great. And again, part of that is just the Nets could not care less about defense today. But again, just being active off the ball, Trey will find you. And th- th- that was a testament to it, so... Pretty good game for Cam. Again, he's just gonna keep piecing it together, and by year three, I'm telling y'all, man, he's gonna he's gonna get some most improved player votes. I'm not saying he'll win it. I don't want to call my shot that early, but he's taking the leap. He's taking the leap next year. This is, next year in the Brandon Ingram style leap. I'm calling my shot, dog. Jesus. I'm about that life. Can you imagine if he turned into 
Brandon Ingram level offensive player, it, it would be over for the I East. Would, uh, yeah, yeah, legitimately might be like a top ten player. It, it'd be like, all right, just Max John, don't care, just stay in the luxury tax for the next ten years and just win like six championships. Who cares? R- wrestling got bred like that. He's good. Oh yeah, for sure. Just you know, tell Jamie to just. Jamie, whatever, Gertz, whatever the, however the hell you pronounce her name. I'm going to say it now. I've never heard her name aloud. I've just seen it spelt out. So, so this whole time. Yeah, t- I don't. So this yeah. this whole time I thought it was Jamie, but I'm now realizing it's probably Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought you were talking about her last name, not her first name. No, no, yeah. I meant- You've been calling that woman Jamie? Because <laughs> it's jam with an I on it. Who the hell calls, spells it Jamie? <laughs> <laughs> why why you were seriously calling that woman jamie the past few i years. mean if i thought about it i was like yeah that's probably jamie but it's spelled like jam e so like why not call her jamie gertz oh my, i thought you were talking about her last name oh my god no, that, that is that, bad dog that last name is clear as crystal dog it's spelled it's spelled exactly how it sounds gertz jamie gertz i'm dead <laughs> what if they had, what if they announced her at the it'd be a lot of and here with the red ribbon on her bra jamie gertz but yeah, you know, if you're worried about the luxury tax, just tell her to go, you know. Film Twister 2. Yeah, something like that. Tell her to hit up her agent. She can she can make I, some money. I actually think, like, the star of Twister's dead, so I find that's probably not too good of me to say. All right, moving on to our last player Jesus. that we have to talk about in the starting lineup. 32 minutes played, 8 of 18 from the field, 0 of 4 from 3, which is kind of surprising, mm-hmm. and 14 of 16 from the 3 throw line, 11 assists, 6 rebounds, and 30 points. Trey Young, this guy had the ringer seething on Twitter. Oh my, <laughs> dude, Ryan Rosillo, Rosillo, I don't, I get a cry baby. Another name I don't know, Rosillo, because you will never catch me listening to the content from the ringer. Kevin, I o- listen to throwaway episodes of Toad before I listen to the, God, the ringer. Honestly, Kevin O'Connor's not the worst. He's kind of a dork, but at least he's not just a crybaby. Like. He- yeah, Trey Young's getting fouled. Ooh. Like, wait. hate that guy. Oh my god! Like, just get over it, dude. I don't. They're only mad because it's Trey doing it. You know what I mean? They're only mad that the guy that like they built part of their brand on the past three years of hating him. Oh, now he gets twelve free easy points a game, and they're like, well, now his stats gonna look good. Now it's not gonna. We're not gonna be able to hate on him. I hate being like that. You know, just complaining about the ringer or whatever. But it's legitimately just obnoxious. Like, straight up. They, like, it's just annoying. Just shut up. Bill Simmons, you're a little... I don't even want to say it, dude. <sighs> but, you know... What can I say, man? They hate us because they ain't us. It, I mean, it is what it, this was a good game for Trey. We talked about his defense earlier. We talked about Trey a lot earlier. But, obviously, his offense was there. Got to the line. His three-pointers were disappointing. I kind of think we're... I actually have a hot take, Logan. Huh. I don't. I don't think training needs to be pulling from the logo anymore. I hate to say it, but yeah, I, I was gonna. I, he hasn't hit any. I think like, he, he hasn't hit any long ones yet. And it's just like you know, you don't need to. No, he doesn't need to do that anymore. We don't need to win games because we're getting lucky. Trey's pulling from thirty-five feet. We can win games off of just being good now. And I get it. Like his three-point in his range is a massive. Like it benefits everyone on the offense. But I think. Not not necessarily that the fewer threes Trey takes the better, but like the fewer that he forces. Because again, last year sometimes the offense is, hey Trey, you have to force a three, and you know you're a good shooter, so it might go in. But th- this year the offense is too much talent for him to just force too many shots. Like there are some today where, you know, he's just pushing a bit. And again, 
eventually Trey will hit them. Like, we're only saying this, frankly, because Trey didn't hit them. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, if Trey got, th- like, 305 from three today, we're not saying this. But, I don't know. It's just, Trey. Uh, Trey's going to have to continue uh, sort of relearning how to run the offense a little bit with uh, all that now that he actually has help. Which, to be fair, he's done a phenomenal job with it overall. It's just the shooting is, you know not been excellent but that's like the only thing offensively that hasn't been excellent for him but you know with the free throw stuff you can clearly tell like he just <laughs> like he knows what to do like he's like yeah I'll get to line I'll get my 25 plus just hitting free throws and floaters and then let everyone else do the shooting so I don't know I mean you know again he could have played better and might have won but again it's a testament to Trey that he drops 30 and 11 and we're like oh that wasn't a great game for him <laughs> but you know what you thinking? I mean, I'm proud of Trey for how he played on offense. I just don't think he needs to pull those anymore. Yeah. I, that That's just honest to God my take. Like, I I think we're past that stage. I mean, it's cool, but if they're not falling, it's not very cool because it's just a wasted possession. Yeah, and, you know, eventually he'll hit them, and then we'll be like, oh, like we'll be freaking out. But, yeah, I think, I think offense is the key to this team making, like, a six seed or a five seed or whatever. And if you're wasting offensive possessions, that just hurts you. Um, yes, correct. That That's the best take I've heard. And it's just, you know. I will say, Trey driving is straight up elite now. His inside game is so good. He was getting he was getting anything he wanted in the paint. Like, I feel like people are, the media is just going to be like, three throws, three throws, three throws, but are going to ignore it how good at getting like, into the paint he is you, nowadays. And it's like, you want to know why Trey gets to the line so much? Because he beats his man. Like, almost every time. He beats his man. That, that's correct. And he gets into the lane, and then if the defender's on his hip or on his back, he knows what to do. He just goes up and forces the contact and takes a shot. Or he can just go straight into the lane. He's, I mean, he's really good at just making layups around seven-footers now. Like, I, I never saw this coming, frankly. Like, I always thought Trey would just take his floaters and take his threes, and he'd get most of his offense from that. But no, like he's laying up on DeAndre Jordan, and I'm, I'm like, I mean, again, I know DeAndre Jordan is not a good player anymore, but he's still seven feet with hops, and he's, Trey is still finishing over him and through him. It, you know, it it's impressive, man. But people are just gonna whine about the free throws, and I get it. Like it's a little cheesy, but at the same time, like has the defense simply considered not fouling him or not jumping into like like just don't even touch him. Like, if you're the defense at this point in time, you should just let him take his open floater. And, like, because either way, it's going to be two points, like, straight up. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. With Trey Young on the free throw line, it's going to be two points either way. So just don't even contest it. Don't 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 put your team any closer to the penalty. Just don't even contest it. That's honestly what I think teams should start doing right now. But Real. they're not going to. And then nerds are just going to keep complaining. You know what it is? Hey, look, they're complaining. I'm, I'm not. I mean, that's hey, Trey can shoot like, as many three throws as he wants if we're winning, Doc. Like, what's the worst case scenario here? Like, we he just gets hardened levels of hate. Dog, I don't care. Harden's the best offensive player in the league. Or, I guess, at least the most. Yeah, I'll say the best. He's probably not the most skilled. I'd, I'd say that's KD. But he's the most productive on, offensive player in the league. Like, oh, no. Trey Young is playing like James Harden. No, no. <laughs> Like, you know what? There's a lot worse they could say to us. So I'll, I'll be, I'm fine if they just want to hate on three throws, dog. That's cool with me. Yeah, I'm chilling. You won't catch me complaining, Chief. Also, shout out to Clint Capella, who actually uh, hit 50% of his free throws today. That's pretty good by his standards. Proud of him. 
real work. So I, no, I uh, that's it for individual performances. By the way, we have nobody else to talk about yeah. in that category. But do you want to talk about the the last play? I do want to talk about the last play. First of all, was that a player's issue or was that a coaching issue? Uh, kind of putting you on the spot here. I know. Sorry, Doug. I'm not sure. So I get it. They're trying to go fast. They wanted to like kind of like a two for one, but like not as frantic as like a typical two for one. And I get it. And, yes. and frankly, I'm perfectly fine with Bogey taking that shot straight up. He's been on fire. The bogey. Yeah. He, I'm, I was, I was fine with who took the shot. I just didn't like the shot. I, yeah. He, there, there had to have been a, a way to drop a better shot for Bogey or for whoever. Um, he almost made it. Like it, it, he just barely front rimmed it. Had he had he splashed that, honestly, I think we'd still be like like I probably wouldn't have a voice. I'd be I would have screamed my lungs out. But it's just like I don't know. I LP kind of has never had great plays drawn up for end of game situations from what I've seen, and you know that's sort of a concerning issue if you know when it comes crunch time. But may, maybe that was just. Bogey kind of went rogue and took a shot that he didn't need to, but I'm perfectly fine with Bogey taking the shot to tie the game, but, you know, just very questionable, like, why did he have to take it? And also the spacing was just weird, like, Trey was in front of him, so it's just, you know, confusing, but what are you thinking? I mean, I think it's a coaching issue. I didn't like how it got drawn up, I and definitely it wasn't a very good look. Like, I was fine with us taking the shot there. I was fine with Bogey taking the shot. I just... I don't know. I just, I just, and, and, it, it just sucks because I feel like it could have been such a better attempt than that. And and I like going fast. Like if, like, I like shooting before I don't know twenty eight seconds of the clock. Like, get knowing that you have two chances. But it's just like what 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 was that really what was drawn up? Because if so, LP like LP needs some heat for that one. If that's really what was drawn up, but because I'm pretty sure Trey set a screen or something like. That should just never happen. Like you can, it, it like was, it just wasn't good. Like it you, was all bad. Like use Trey as a decoy. Don't have him set screens, dog. What the hell? I, I, yeah. We'll see, man. Hey, LP's not used to close games against he, championship contenders either. He's got to learn well, he too. Need, I guess he needs to learn soon. Yeah, for sure. He needs to. That's just weird. I don't know. Maybe I should watch a replay and like really try to see what every player is doing. See if see if there is a method to the madness, but. To me, it just seemed like a very poorly designed scenario. But, hey, man, growing pains, I guess. It applies to the whole team. Yes. You know, it is what it is. I mean, obviously, I could just be mad about the score and how things ended, but I am proud of us. I will say, like I said earlier, I think this solidifies us as a playoff team going forward. Like, I don't – I'm not worried about us just randomly falling off a cliff next week or something. Yeah, I mean, so. straight up, like, after the Nets games, we have four very winnable games. Yes. And we have a very good game against the Cavs. I'm excited for that, actually. Straight up, I mean, even if we lose to the Nets on Friday, there's a very legit chance that we're 7-2 and two going into the 10th game of the season against the Sixers, which, frankly, we can beat the Sixers as well. So, I mean, even with this, this the sauce hurts, and we have to play a really good team again on Friday, we may not win, but we know we have a chance against any team in the league straight up we know we can off like our offense is probably top five in the league at least i'd say and right now by offensive rating we're by far number one which is kind of crazy and i that is crazy and i mean we're, we're in a position man 
I think I do think we need to start setting our sights for six seed. We don't have to worry about no playing games, man. This team is way too good. Six seed, six seed, baby. Yes, sir. No, I mean <sighs> overall a very fun game. Obviously, one that I wish we'd won, but we didn't. So, yeah, that's really all I have to say about the Brooklyn Nets game. Yep. Do we have anything else we need to talk about before we end episode number ten, Logan? <laughs> just, just the classic. You know, shout out to the Patreon. Come support the Patreon. Come support us if you want. We got some good content. Got some good of value. Course. You can help us out. We can help you out. That's patreon.com slash hawks talks. Um I mean that's about it, man. You know? It's uh You know? We've been talking we can, we've been blabbing for a while, man. We have it's been almost an hour now. No, we've uh I mean thank you to support. Thank you for everything. We've gotten very good numbers since like the Hawks season started. Very encouraging. So as long as the numbers are keep coming, the podcasts are gonna keep coming. Logan <laughs> We talked about this a few weeks ago. I need to get your official answer on this. Uh, are you going to spoil it again? Or, I mean, tease it again? Oh, well, I'll do that later. Okay. When are we moving to two episodes a week? When is that happening? I mean, this week. This week? This is this is a Wednesday episode, and there will be, okay. be another episode before Sunday because we have games Friday All and right, Saturday. there you go. So, See, there you go. There you go, people. There's your two episodes. So there will be another episode either Saturday night or Sunday. So, yeah, we're, we're two episodes. Honestly, look, if we get good feedback, we could do an episode for every game if y'all wanted. I just thought. No, if we get if we get good enough feedback, we actually will consider doing that. Y'all are about to have us on that grind, though. <laughs> which, straight up, I will say, um, I don't know. If, if you listen to the podcast and you aren't, like, in the Discord, um, like, you know, you're – you come from wherever else. Uh, legitimately, some feedback would be great. You can reach out to us on Twitter. Twitter. Um, email us. <laughs> email us. Like my Twitter is at Logie L O G G Y Hawks Talks. The name of the podcast. You can straight up DM me at me whatever if you got any feedback. Jackson's Twitter is. Do you know it off your heart or no? Jackson Redmond underscore. There you go. It's at Jackson Redmond underscore. Um, you know, my DMs are open all the time. Dog, hit me up if you want to tell us something. If you want to give us some negative feedback, I don't know. Whatever yeah. you want to do. If, if you want to yell at me for being poor at my job, I mean that's I, also fine. I, I did say I got the Hawks Reddit pretty mad at me today. Um, if you're listening, yeah, I saw that they they were calling you a weirdo, dog. They, I got called a lame ass goofy. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, was on your ass. I, dog. I was, I was tired a, of you. I was called a piece of shit. I was called a pos man. And then I got one guy that said if. If my podcast is anything like my comments, then he didn't want to listen. That one kind of hurt. I got called a washed. Jesus. I got called a washed up podcast host, which didn't make sense because I I'm not washed up. I just started this podcast, but that one hurt. Um, you know, I. Uh, it happens, man. Sometimes I sometimes I uh, I guess I made a, a a mental lapse of my my judgment, and I uh, hurt the Hawks Reddit. But you know what? I'm still going to spam my podcast there, baby, because it's good content for the Hawks fans. And we're just going to keep churning out more for y'all, man. This podcast only going to get better. Also, I'm sorry. Look, I know my audio has not been great the past few episodes. I'm having all sorts of troubles, dog. I'm going to figure it out. Don't you worry. Um, I'm, I'm going to figure it out, y'all. <laughs> appreciate, appreciate you sticking through it. 
you know what? I did want to say thank you for all the support recently. Thank you to Logan for recording tonight. It's a late night. It's 12 a.m. I'm actually tired. Like, I was, there was a few times during this podcast I was staring away from the mic to yawn. But um, this will be up on, when is today? Today's Thursday. Sometime on Thursday. So, obviously, thank you for all your support. Thank you for listening to this episode. Hope you have a great day, weekend, week. Happy New Year's as well. I don't I don't think, no, we won't have a podcast before then. So, hope you enjoyed. This will be the last Hawks Talks podcast of the year 2020. Just want to thank everyone for the support. We've came a long way this year. Starting out with our old podcast, the One and Done podcast. Developing this, we're very excited for the future. You know, here's to 2020. And, uh, I mean, hopefully everything goes right and we're making these just forever. So, thank you for the support. Thank you for listening to this, and you have a great, great you know what, just just have a great whatever. Great whatever, that works. But yeah, see ya. Peace. Oops. How did we become Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts? We focus on what matters most, our patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedicone.com. At Capella University, you're in control of your education. With the game-changing FlexPath format, you can set your own deadlines and move at your own pace. The faster you move, the more you save. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Sweating in bed keeping you up at night? Whoa, get your mind out of the gutter. This isn't that kind of commercial. You need the cooling power of Purple, the mattress that is. It's comfort reinvented thanks to the Purple Grid. It allows air to flow through, so you sleep cool and comfortable all night long. And it flexes and cushions no matter what position you sleep in. Hmm, maybe it is that kind of commercial. Anyway, save up to $400 on select Purple mattresses and bedding bundles. Get yours at purple.com slash sleep in. Terms apply. How did we become Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts? We focus on what matters most, our patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedicone.com. Ready to launch a new career or not sure what to do after graduation? Rumpke is hiring for CDL driving trainees. We pay you to get your CDL license while working for us. Driver trainees receive $18 an hour, great benefits, and Rumpke will pay your CDL costs. Once you're a CDL driver, you can earn $1,000 to $1,300 a week and more than $10,000 in bonuses possible in your first year. Apply today and launch a lucrative career at Rumpke. Apply now at RumpkeCareers.com. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride.